0: Welcome back to Bacon Warrior. For some reason, we're, st- we're still an MSU sports podcast here on the Big Banter Podcasting Network. Folks, I know that we're a little behind on the other Big Banter podcasts. We don't have video feeds as of yet. Uh, but let me assure you, I have an ice-cold Modelo in my hand, and I'll tell you why. The Detroit motherfucking Lions are 7-2. and two. We are recording this. 10 minutes after they beat the San, the Los Angeles Chargers 4138 from a last second field goal from Riley Patterson. And and fellas, let me just let me take a nice big swig here, real quick. All right. That's good go. shit. That is good fucking shit. Dan Campbell is the fucking man with the fucking plan. Balls <laughs> for fucking steel. I love him so much. Watching watching those assholes fart around on Saturday and get spanked by anyone with a functioning with a functioning nervous system. And then watching the Lions, it's not even the same sport. It's like I'm watching highlights from like the 1910s when fucking Michigan would play like the Ann Arbor school for the, the incompetent or whatever. It's insane. I love the Detroit Lions. This has been this has been awesome. This has been fucking incredible. I'm so pumped right now. So fucking
1: big. They're a great defensive coordinator away from being the best team in football. But yeah. they're very, they're shockingly close. They are very, very close.
0: Yeah. Um, a second, you know, an edge rusher to pair with Aiden Hutchinson would have been nice at the deadline. Um, but instead we have a guy who, who logs zero snaps. So, you know. That is what that is. Um, James Houston's return is imminent, I think. So we'll see. I don't know. It, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see to see what happens when rubber meets road again. I mean, but yeah, that was that was an incredible win. I mean, and, and it was all Dan Campbell. It was all game management decision making, right? Going for it on those fourth downs. Believing in his offense to get the job done, right? It's just it's just an incredible bout of of my guys are on the field. We're gonna play for my guys, and you're not gonna play for whatever book tells you or whatever your mentor told you when you first started out coaching. It's, I mean, he's incredible. I mean, it's. I think it's. I don't know how he's not coach of the year unless you know D'Amico Ryan's is probably gonna play spoiler to that. Um, if the Texans make the playoffs, which is, which is, you know, he's worthy as well. I mean, that's the thing, right? They're both, they're both incredibly worthy, but I mean, just in terms of what Dan Campbell has done, this is, this is incredible. It's been, it was, that was such a great game. I'm so fucking pumped right now. I can't believe we have to talk about MSU after this. This fucking sucks.
2: (laughs) I think the Lions may have, uh, I think they may have sent, um, they may have sent Brandon Staley packing.
0: Yeah, I would not be surprised. And you know, we have other um there are other coaching firings that we have to discuss today because they yeah. affect Woo. they affect what our job they affect what 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 the next head coach of MSU would be. So that'll be interesting. Um you know, but uh Lucas, the Rams were off today. Rams were idle.
1: They probably would have lost to the bye week.
0: <laughs> uh you know, your your thoughts on the lines. You you follow the lines closely, also, you know. What are what yep. are your thoughts?
1: I'm a fan from afar. Um oh, goddamn. <laughs> They're just fun to watch. The offense is just like it reminds me of early to mid Sean McVay creativity. Like if Sean McVay had these guys it would feel like it feels like I'm watching the Rams of old and I know they're not far away from that, but you know what I mean? Like prime LA and it just sucks that it's funny that it's Goff. Like that that's the funny part is that it is Jared Goff. Like it feels almost like a seamless transition, but um, I just, I really like watching them and it's nice to see them. All those fantasy nerds cry about Jameer Gibbs and now like, They're utilizing him and David Montgomery perfectly to where Goff doesn't have to be like making every single throw like he had to for the first part of this year or, you know, a good, good amount of last season. I'm, I'm legit impressed with these guys. And yeah, Dan Campbell, unfortunately is second place coach of the year. But right now for right now, but a lot can change. I don't know how Houston's schedule looks. The rest of the way, but they could definitely, um, they'll play spoiler for the playoffs for some teams or, or they're just going to make it in like, Oh, holy crap. We could be talking about 10 and seven Texans. Their next five games, Cardinals, Jags, Broncos, Tex, or Jets. Jets, Titans, Browns, uh, Titans and Colts. That's the rest of their schedule. That's we could we could be looking at ten or eleven win Houston.
0: Yeah, that's that, that lines up very favorably for him. Ooh. For them. And and you know, we'll we'll get to this too once we transition away from the NFL. But honestly, the only evidence anyone needs to to prove that Michigan was stealing signs. It's like, look at what C.J. Stroud is doing to NFL defenses and go back and look at his stat lines against Michigan. Like, the only way you can hold C.J. Stroud to those kind of stats is if you know what play they're (laughs) calling.
1: It's called an outlier.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, No, I'm like, this has just been, it's been so fun to watch this team and it just feels so good to, to, you know, have a team who, you know, is competitive. Right, and, and to be in the fight, and like you know, you know that that they're gonna give everything they have, and if they give everything they have week in and week out, they're gonna win. It's awesome. I haven't felt like this in a long, long time, and that fucking sucks. Uh, <laughs> Carter, the Falcons also played today.
2: Oh, they yeah, they played They were out there. They were out there on the field. So is what you can say. <laughs>
0: Hold on, I'm gonna pull up. Let me pull up Tankathon. You got, you have your first round pick,
2: right? Yes. Okay, I'm gonna pull up Tankathon for you real
0: quick. I'm gonna let you know what, uh, what they're at right now. Um, the Atlanta Falcons are picking ten.
2: Top ten pick, good.
0: So you know that is that's an arena where you know you you look at you look at how the draft shakes out, right? Arizona, they're probably. You know, Kyler played well today. I don't I think they're probably gonna give Kyler another year. Um, just based on the contract he has. New England. Oh boy. Um Oof. uh the Giants. Who knows I mean, what the fuck the Giants are gonna do?
2: You're looking at the Caleb Williams Drake May right right there. Um New England and the Giants. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um yeah, but are you assuming Chicago goes Joe Alt, Marvin Harrison Jr., in whatever order?
2: Probably, if they decide to hold on to Fields.
0: I guess it would depend on who their next coach is. Yeah. And then, yeah. you know, Green Bay, Green Bay at six, Rams seven. Tight, you know. All right, we got a draft pick.
2: Yeah. shanu man.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's... Get your that's, left
2: tackle. That's wild. Um
1: Build. I think Stafford's done after this year.
2: I think he's going to retire. That's my prediction. He doesn't have anything left to play for. He's got all mm-hmm. the longevity stats. Nope. He's got a Super Bowl. Yep, he's got a chance at the Hall of Fame.
1: He's, uh, I, I think he's done. I think that's my hot take for the rest of the year. Stafford's calling it quits.
0: So let me ask you this, Carter: yes. uh, the Falcons, the Falcons hire Ben Johnson,
2: right? Love it's, it. It's,
0: Let's say this, they fire Arthur Smith, they hire Ben Johnson, right? Even though they'll probably go defense because stupid NFL teams go, well, the offense guy didn't work, let's hire the defense guy.
2: Yeah, I would fire Arthur Smith, like, now. Um, because, you know, I mean, look, here's here's what I'm going to say before you, um, before you say what you're going to say. Um, you lose to a rookie in his first start. Then you lose to a guy who didn't know his teammates' names. <laughs> then you lose to a guy coming off of a, a serious ACL injury in three consecutive weeks. Some teams a weekend,
0: a weekend Call of
2: Duty releases too. Yeah, who has a Call of Duty clause <laughs> Not in his contract, duty release <laughs> Dude. One more. What my question genuinely was like, what <laughs> more evidence do you need? Like, what else does he have to like continue to come up short with? And it's like the offense that he built, the offense that he built, he built that offense he built that wall the wall that he built that i think you should leave reference yeah
0: <laughs> he built this offense in a cave with a box of scraps
2: yeah it looks like <laughs> a box it looks like a box of scraps uh it just the, the offense that was tailored to him is through for 70 yards today so yeah he's got to go uh, Man, I, I don't know
1: be- I, I go sorry carter go, ahead, go that, ahead that was
2: all i had to say He's just gotta go. I don't know. I don't know how Arthur Smith's gonna survive. Oh no.
1: Oh wait, products. I don't know. Never mind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't have he's just coach for free. He's like yeah. Biff Pogey.
0: It's he's not he's side, he's on a side quest.
2: Okay, so what were you uh what were you saying?
0: So so hire Ben you Johnson. Know, you're there at nine, you hired Ben Johnson. Um let's say, let's say Shador Sanders is there. What do you do? What what would you want them to do?
2: They need a quarterback. I don't know where that comes from, if not the draft, but I think there's a lot of good quarterbacks in this draft class. Um, But I do think that it'd be nice if they just fired Smith, because honestly, Terry Fontenot, the hires and the the free agent moves he's made have been really good. So I think you let him pick the head coach.
0: Did he hire Smith or was
2: he brought in? No, Smith was brought in before him. Okay. I think you should. You think you got to let him hire his coach. Which I mean, he hired Ryan Nielsen, and Nielsen's flipped this defense all the way around. So I think that uh, I think he'd make a good coaching hire.
1: Absolutely. Get
2: draft better. Too. Yeah. Well,
1: Um, I I hope if Brandon Staley gets fired, I hope he comes back to uh, across the across the locker room to uh, the Rams if Raheem Morris gets fired. That'd be kind of nice. Aww, just, just, just come, just come back home, buddy. Number one defense in twenty twenty. Aaron Donald, Defensive Player of the Year.
2: Touchdown, Washington. Oh, I'm behind. Sam Howell continues to have stones, man.
1: Damn it, I'm behind. I'm on oh. YouTube TV. That's okay. I really kid don't can care can, that
2: much. Kid can sling it, man. I was always a Sam Howell fan. Do you see that?
1: Those rumors of. Uh, belichick wanting to go to washington really like the the, the bear, i don't believe i think it's like it's not nfl rumors but it's just floating out there that there's a little tiny speculation that belichick would want to trade from new england to uh the commanders
0: i mean use the gm he can do it <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh i disagreed to a trade bob
0: yeah bob i'm trading right. myself to washington
1: See you later. What do we get in return? Uh, A seventh round pick 10 years from now. Yeah, that's an interesting.
0: That's an interesting. Like, what is Bill Belichick's trade value in 2024? Like, as an asset, what are you willing to give up for Bill Belichick?
2: That was a dime of a throw from Howell, man. Man, maybe like right after Brady left,
1: a first and a second rounder or something, like a pretty good package. He's still worth something, but. Now there's a lot of question marks because it's his record before Brady and after Brady is just like complete dog shit. They've lost 33 games since Brady left, and he lost like a total of 66 games in the 20 years Brady was there. That's wild. Like you got you got to kind of want you got to kind of wonder if he's just washed at this point. Yes, <laughs> I kind of I'm leaning I'm leaning he's washed. I'm he serious. is man. The, I'm starting to lean like every game they lose, I'm like shit, man. I haven't been two and eight since two thousand. Yeah, I, I think he's cooked. I, I think Washington should just go, Yeah, we're not interested.
2: So they'd be oh. enemy on staff already. Or yeah. they could just go hire somebody. I mean, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean the the best I mean this <laughs> this commander's this commander's offense is look really, really good and
1: Jimbo
2: Fisher, future Commanders head coach. Washington <laughs> Commanders head coach Jim Harbaugh.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Washington Commanders
0: was... head coach Mel Tucker.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: uh, get rid of the Manders.
2: Yeah. Oh, co- yeah. The Jeez. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow. That was Lucas. That was good. That's a, that's a banger.
0: Excellent. Excellent. Excellent.
1: (laughs) Um, (laughs) do we, do we want to talk about the game or should we just skip and talk to talk about our ass kicked? uh,
0: We got prison sexed. We all knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. They Um, took it
1: easy on us in the second half. So thank you to Ohio state.
0: Yeah. Ryan days annual prison sexting of MSU before pissing down his leg at Michigan. Uh, you know, is going to commence the third annual.
1: Um, yep. And then the annual Frames Jinklin, uh blow it game, like double two times a year he blows it. He's the worst ten and two coach in history.
0: So that's the question, right? Is like, do you
2: fire him after this year?
0: You can't. You can't, you can't. fire a coach who goes ten and two. You
2: can't. That's the thing. They're in such a tough predicament. Consistency. I mean, he's so
1: consistent at losing to Ohio State and Michigan and going ten and two or eleven and two, winning their bowl game. He, yeah, the the O the OC's the scapegoat, and I wonder if they give him one more year to beat one of those two teams. Maybe next year, if JJ goes to the draft, they might have a chance against Michigan.
0: I don't. There's two. Like, here's the thing: too many jobs open up in college football that would love for James Franklin to be their head coach
1: right oh, a lot of and them.
0: yeah it, and here's the thing it's <clears> the same <throat> argument a lot of people made at the end of the D'Antonio antonio tenure except this is actually a good argument for this
1: right for, uh,
0: the unknown the unknown is is worse than the known right you know what you're going to get with James franklin
2: devil let you know
0: you're you're going to get the devil you know versus the devil you don't right it was a bad argument when when D'Antoni tony at the end of the antonio tenure when people were making that argument but it's a legitimately good argument here. You just you just can't. And bigger picture in, in college football, right? MSU got present sex. If you're calling for coordinators to get fired at this point,
1: That's why put, put
0: put the pipe down. Put the pipe down. You know, go outside, touch a little grass, maybe 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 go on a grippy sock vacation because no if if a coordinator was going to get fired, it was going to be after the Iowa game. The fact that no changes were made is just like they're going to let these guys finish it out. And you know, I can argue till I'm blue in the face about whether or not that was the right decision, but I just absolutely i they're no they're not moving on from anyone. It's the no. only solace you can take from the rest of the season is that they will be gone.
1: Russ there's less L's, than two weeks. There, there's there's twelve days left in the season. Like. I think you can hang on for two more meaningless games, right? If you, if you've held
0: on this long to Michigan State yeah.
1: football, you can hang <laughs> on for, you can hang on for
0: 12 more days to, to Scotty Hazleton, Jay Johnson. And I'm sorry. You can do that. I promise you, you will be okay. <laughs> Bigger picture in college football. Um... <laughs>
2: Not we're good. about
0: to we're we're about to find out if having a two-month head start on everyone else is gonna pay dividends or not, because Texas saying I'm fired Jimbo Fisher today.
1: It was in the works Thursday, and they were like, Well, maybe it's not a good look to fire him right before a game, so we should wait till like the morning after the game.
0: And then they put up 60. So, so
1: yeah, it, it 51 just kinda... to 13 or something, or whatever it was. Yeah. And the funniest part, did you see the picture from the game where the ad is accepting a check for 160 million dollars yeah <laughs> they were like oh thank god we got this check today yeah
0: that is um I,
1: I don't think we have to worry too much about them i mean i think the i think they're going to call urban meyer i really do
2: lane lane kiffin Lane Lane makes a lot of sense because I think all he's the kinda... names that they did you see all the names that they put out? Like I think it was um
0: Lane, Mike Elko, Cliff. Yeah.
2: Mike Lane's Norvell. Leifold.
0: Mike Norvell, Kaylin it's like, DeBoer.
2: It's like what it's like, dude, why AM's gonna get all these big and then for like Michigan State, they said like Jason Cainton, Creighton Jake Dickert, Chris Creighton, like fucking pet schermers,
0: mummified ass.
2: gulp Gulp Shitto. Gulp Shitto like show. Mel Tucker's
0: buyout <laughs> Mel Tucker's buyout after this season would have been five million dollars less than than Jimbo's so like I don't yeah, understand like, like the national perception of MSU football we could do an entire and and that may be that may be a worthwhile off season project as the new um as the new as the new regime kind of gets settled in that might be a worthwhile offseason project for this podcast is just like a, the national media's perception of Michigan State football. Right. And, and, you know, we can talk to some people who work in media for Michigan State and elsewhere. Um, whatever connections we do have, we can leverage those um, and, and just kind of find out, like, what what is at the root of this problem? Because. I truly do feel like people just don't understand Michigan state football on a fundamental level. And that, that's from, that's from the college football fans as a whole and, and from the writers, right. It, it, it feels like, it feels like there's this perception of the little engine that could, um, that, that I'm not really sure like where this came from, maybe the early D'Antonio era, but, You know, I'm really interested to kind of get to the bottom of this because it's fucking ridiculous at this point, honestly.
2: It is. You can just see, like, how stuff is written, perceived, compared to how it is for Michigan. At least a lot of people, there is a good amount of people who are catching on to how, like, obnoxious and stupid Michigan is. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah
2: santa ono's tweet today about like oh my god facing adversity you are not facing adversity you are not political prisoners you are people you cheated at football like wh- why do these people think that they're like vic- that's what they are they're victims they have the biggest victim mentality in all of sports in all of sports
0: here's and here's, here's the thing
2: they are victims they pearl clutch at everything and if you if you besmirch the great name, the prestigious name that is Michigan football, you've done a disservice to yourself and Jesus Christ Himself. What I don't know, man. Here's the they're thing. literally
1: they're literally Anakin. If you're not with me, you're my enemy.
2: Here's the thing, and
0: I disavow this. Co- I disavow this comment in advance. Uh-oh. Okay, before oh, it what? even comes out of my com- before it even comes out of my mouth, I disavow it because I do not know Uh-oh. how it's going to be received. But I feel it deep down in my bones that this is accurate. If you showed someone Santa Ono's tweet, who had no who had no knowledge of college football, anything that's going on with the football program, nothing. You were like, "This was tweeted by a university president." What happens? Your only conclusion would be on-campus shooting. That
1: would. I mean,
0: that, that would be. Bad. I mean, seriously. Or are not like
1: wrong. A bomb threat, or right? It it makes it like nine it, eleven. It, it's like they're nine eleven for them for some reason.
0: That it's crazy. It, you are the number two team in the country. Okay, the number two team in the fucking country. And
2: oops. Oh no! All right. Well, we lost Spartan Dog. All right. Let's yeah. take the. All right, he's back. Oh, he's back. Okay.
0: I realize I left him. Okay. Fuck. <laughs> I didn't know. God damn it. Okay. Uh, technical difficult. All right. Ready. Three,
2: two. I think it's still recording.
0: Technical difficulties. We're back. Um. So, anyways, like I was saying, the. It is insane. The amount of uh the way the way Michigan people talk about this. Like the fact that you have to take this in front of us in front of a slappy judge and you're upset that they're not going to hear it until Friday. And and you know what? It's going to get granted. Like the injunction is going to get granted. Right. And like the big 10 knows that that's why they waited so long. They wanted you to face some punishment. Okay. So, you know, what, Stop fucking complaining! Like that's the thing. You won. Sharon Moore crying, like oh. like they just like put Harbaugh up to the firing wall as halftime entertainment before the band came out. It it's fucking crazy. I feel like I'm losing my mind because these these like Michigan fans, the people around Michigan, talk about this like it's a national tragedy, and it's not. You got caught cheating. You are facing consequences. Those consequences should come this season because it affected games that 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 were played this season. This isn't Reggie Bush's mom getting a house that an agent paid for. Okay, this is like this is this could have a determined outcome on games. You beat Penn State by 30 last year. You only beat them by nine this year. Okay? <laughs> so if you're gonna do the math, that tells me. That something happened, right? You're this you're basically the same team, more or less. Right? Like you you have you, at least from the outside looking in, you telling us that you have eight offensive linemen who can get drafted, right? So you haven't fallen off on offensive line production. You return your top two running backs, your quarterback, and your top receiver. You're one by thirty last year you win by nine this year you know if home is worth 10 points you should have beat penn state by 20. Mm-hmm. where is the math math in here for me i
1: don't get it i don't get like, it i just i that con that that post game crying act was so cringe and it's like, yeah, dude. You found out Harbaugh wasn't going to be at the game, like maybe what two hours before it started, and you know you probably just dropped him off at Cracker Barrel and said, "All right, we'll come pick you up. We'll we'll come pick you up when the game's over." Uh, like, that's not adversity, man. Like you're you cheated. It there's you, and what's funny is they haven't denied it. No, like they haven't come out and admitted it, but they haven't come out and denied it. They just say the, the, the very vague adversity.
2: Jim Harbaugh facing was in adversity. The hotel room. Jim Harbaugh was in the hotel room with the robe on and the wine glass in hand <laughs> watching the game and he was he is not a he is not a victim. He is he's no. doing fine. No, what a fucking boner. They had Charles Woodson on the postgame show wearing a Michigan versus everybody shirt. How was that allowed?
1: This well, is because I'm- because Michigan.
2: Yeah.
0: Stephen Godfrey a Split Zone Duo made this point. Like there are other fan bases who have a reputation for being obnoxious that have um that have journal that have national journalists, right? And those journalists are able to and those media personalities are able to put aside their biases to do to do reporting on the team. Right. There is only one Michigan alumni. Who is able to do that, and that is the athletics, Nicole Auerbach, and Michigan fans fucking hate her. Oh, their they replies fucking, are awful. They cannot fucking stand her because she doesn't tell the company line. It's yeah. fucking crazy. She's adhering to the ethics that your university taught her. You should be proud of her. And instead, they're like, her DMs are filled with, like, go blue, blue bunch of numbers <laughs> threatening to cut her throat like it's fucking nuts
1: well you see adam Schefter, the santa ono's response for the win or ward manual
2: ward manual's response for the win thanks national like, football league reporter adam Schefter, who reports on the national football league stick to your fucking job man
0: i i tweeted this from bacon wire but but ward Manuel's statement was the equivalent of that picture of of Ted Cruz phone banking for Trump after <laughs> we, after losing in the primaries. Yeah. <laughs> that
1: just was like so good.
0: <laughs> dejected, just like visible frown. Like, hello, oh, ma'am. I'd like to talk to you about our about Donald John Trump. Like, get the fuck out of here.
1: Here's a question: Do we think Harbaugh's coaching at Michigan again?
0: This Why season or this
1: do you think he's coaching their playoff their Big Ten title game? Yeah. yeah. I do too. Yeah. He'll finish, be, don't he'll think finish the stayed. season, but he's gone. He'll finish the season, but then he's gonna go to LA or like you guys said, Washington.
0: Or like, Chicago.
1: Or Sh- do, you, do they really think Eberflus is gonna get fired? Oh absolutely. I don't
0: know how I don't know how he can Oh, yeah. I
1: haven't really I don't I fucking hate the Bears, so I don't really don't you've had
0: you've had a coordinator and a position Gosh. coach fired for non football reasons. Like True. even even if the on even if you wanted to give him another chance,
2: it's it, it's too much. You got to, it's got to go. You got to tear that down and get somebody else.
0: The thing is, though, I and and Couch has brought this up. The president for the Chicago Bears is is Kevin Warren.
1: <laughs> so going to happen? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I going to look out LA real estate or Wash or Maryland real estate. <laughs> they will go live and, next to we live next to Dylan,
0: and there are other jobs that are going to open. Like Atlanta's going to open, um, <laughs> um, you know, when Dallas when Dallas inevitably loses in the divisional round. Sorry, come by. You'll
2: want that job.
0: Dallas will they try open. to go to the
2: NFL for years. Like Dallas would be a really good job
0: if they if the Titans decide to if the Titans decide no. to pull it up.
2: I don't think they don't would be able.
1: I think Vrabel would be number one
2: on every NFL team's want list. 1,000. Above
1: Harbaugh. He's a great coach. Ben Johnson. I believe.
2: Ben Johnson's going to be like the hottest name out there.
1: Okay, so let me rephrase that. Vrabel is the number one NFL coach if he gets fired. Everyone's going to want him. And then, yeah, Ben Johnson's the top assistant. Right. Ready for promotion. Yeah, okay. I, I, think, I think Harbaugh's gone after this year. He'll coach the Big Ten title game, and then he'll have some statement about, man, it's been tough just sitting up in the, you know, sitting in my house, you know, my million-dollar house watching these guys win, even though I can game plan the entire fucking week. I can literally do everything but go to the game. Uh, but, man, we did it. You know, we're number two. We did it. We did it. And then I'm curious to see how... Okay, so number two, they would play – who's number three, Florida State? Yeah. Yeah. Keon Coleman. Oh. Him again.
0: Keon Coleman oh. has the chance to do the funniest thing ever.
1: Head taps. He, oh, my God. Keon Coleman lights them up. Yep. I'm rooting for him, too. I'm rooting for Keon.
2: But, um, I am, too, because oh Keon, Keon doesn't like Michigan still.
1: I, I have a hot kind – of, kind of a hot take. I think he's just as good as Marvin Harrison, Jr.,
0: Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, this is, I I think he is,
1: I think he's fantastic.
0: Between those two guys, Roma Dunze, Jalen Polk, this is a deep, deep receiver class.
2: I think, I I think, uh, I think Marvin Harrison's in a tier by himself. And then I don't use, I don't use this word very much, but generational, (laughs) I hate that word, hate that word so much. But, but Marvin Harrison Jr. is a generational wide receiver prospect. So I think he's in a tier by himself, but then you have Keon who would have been the best wide receiver prospect last year. um, And probably the year, well, maybe the year before that, that was Jamar chase here. Um, And like Malik neighbors. And then yeah, like a like, yeah, but I, 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 you know, no disrespect to Keon whatsoever. I think Marvin Harrison is by himself.
1: Yeah. If it were a different year, Keon would be talked about like a top five ish pick.
2: My poor son, chance Rucker, what he had to go through (laughs) last night. Yeah. Yeah. Huh.
0: Oh, well. Scotty
1: I,
2: I got to learn Hazel- somehow Scotty
0: Hazelton you are Grand Valley State's linebackers coach <laughs> you know
1: I don't hate losing to Ohio State that much because no. we've lost to them like 9 years in a, 8 years in a row now it I'm numb to it it doesn't bother me
2: yeah
1: um I still consider them the standard of the Big 10 so it mm-hmm. it doesn't bother me that we lose to them that that much um so Talk the what what we think could how this could derail our head coaching search.
2: Well, AM is our, an attractive job, and you clearly you know paycheck, that you no object.
1: The, yep, the Brinks truck is wide open. Um, they just have the GTA and Grand Theft Auto Infinite Money Code. That's what's going to hurt us. But I, I think we're going to be okay. I think we're going to get one of the top three or four guys that we want, which. I mean, if it's between Elko, Lipold, and Smith, let's just narrow it down to three for the fun of it. Fine with any my, of those. those fine with any of those
2: three
0: guys. the The problem is, right? And, and you know, all love to Brett. All <laughs> love to our boy, the chief of propaganda. But I'm not sure, like, what is the end game here for blackpilling so much of the fan base? Yeah on Urban Meyer or we're the next Indiana. Because here's the thing. One way or the other, those chickens are going to come back to roost, right? Oh, my like God. Those chickens are coming home to roost. And, like, how do you uh, – Brett, I think, has – Brett has hedged enough to where he will be able to recover.
1: Yeah. Spiro. Spiro. Oh, Spiro is cooked.
0: Spiro, Spiro is going to get yoder. And, like, he already kind of – he already <laughs> basically is Yoder. But, like, there is going to be a press release by the athletic department about we need to Photoshop Zero. that.
1: I have the Yoder one. We need to Photoshop that with him.
0: Send it to me and, and let me see and, – and send it to me and I'll, I'll see what I can do.
1: I've got PDF editor at work. If I can make it a PDF, I can probably do it too. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I mean, I just, like, look. Urban would be a great hire, right? And the knock that Spiro has put against these other coaches is is you know that they've that that the teams aren't performing well. Lance Leipold had his third string quarterback in, and only gave up and his defense only gave up sixteen points.
1: Spiro's just Spiro's just pulling the basic and not breaking down exactly what's happening. And his lemmings are eating it up.
2: Justin Thind has been QB. kind of whooping him recently too. Yeah,
1: Lance, really, Lance I'll have to watch I have to check will yeah. check out his timeline. Mike
0: Elko walked in to Chapel Hill with considerably less talent on defense against probably this QB two in the draft, QB one, depending on who you ask, in the draft, with a third string quarter, with another third string quarterback, and took them to double overtime.
1: Wow. Was that, this last night? Yeah. Oh, they end up going to double overtime? Wow. Double overtime.
2: They that, they can compete, clearly. Jonathan Smith is Top 10, Oregon Jonathan State Smith
0: 18. is buzzsawing his way through the Pac-12 and has an opportunity and he still has an opportunity to go to Vegas. They have yeah. they beat Oregon's they beat Oregon last week of the season, Civil War. They're going to Vegas. They take care of business against who? Are they playing next week?
2: Uh, is it? I feel like Cal Smith might be like our best like option. I
1: I'm kind of leaning Smith or uh, or Elko. Those are my top two.
2: I do like Leipold. He's just a bit older, oh, but I, oh still-
1: yeah, they oh. have
0: um <laughs> they close Washington Oregon. Oh. oh wow. Okay, if they if he
1: beats those two teams,
0: I want it's him. obvious. Yeah, and and here's the thing, right? The argument against, um, the argument against Jonathan Smith, right? Yeah, is that he's a pack, he's a Pac-12, he's a Pac-12 guy, Oregon State lifer, has never left the West Coast. Here's the thing, right? He was an Oregon State lifer when Oregon State was in the Pac-12. Yeah, right, like, right. What is what is his loyalty going to look like when the athletic department has to basically live paycheck to paycheck to even dream of having the, the momentum that they're having right now? And they and,
2: might
1: ask him to take a salary cut. You never and, know.
2: Right. And i will come and say, look, here's all our fun facilities. Here's our new building. Here's all the money you want for assistance. I NIL. We got this TV deal. And, oh, hey, there's still a couple dang good players on this team. We'll see how you many. Have State, a, but... You have a good
1: foundation to build upon.
2: But, um, yeah, I, I think Michigan and also Michigan State can say they can hand him a blank check, honestly. Because yeah. it's probably do not people it?
1: really think Do people really think DeBoer would leave Washington unless, oh. unless the money stuff, stuff
2: is true? They're gonna no. They're gonna pay him. I
0: don't. I, mean, I do making seven and a half. He'll probably get a bump to nine.
1: Yeah. Um, oh, he's already making seven and a half. Wow.
0: Yeah, because he was he came in making five last year. They bumped him to seven and
1: a half. Wow. Holy shit.
2: He's getting good for him. Yeah, he's getting paid again. He should. The best offense in the country. He's gonna uh, lose.
0: He's gonna lose Grub though. Grub's gone.
2: Okay. To me, grub, I wouldn't hate that hire because look, I think there's a couple different ways that you can look at this, this, um, this coaching hires that with the state of the current program, I think you could say like, oh, you need to get a, you know, a proven head coach who knows how to deal with uh, recruiting and, and, and hiring assistant, that whole thing, like, like a first time head coach, like, might not be a good call. But why why couldn't Grub be a good call? Like, you could go find yourself the next Dan Lanning, the next the next DeBoer, like, how, that could be Grub. Who knows? Is Michigan State in the position to take that swing? Who knows? But yeah. Grub could be a good hire, too.
0: Yeah, that's – I mean, you know, I, I tend to lead towards established head coach just because of the state the program is in. But uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know, I don't know why Spiro is so he's so sabotaging
1: this shit, man. we if he he's gonna find out it went all uh, even though one of the big time report or one of the CBS reporters shot down his claim that Leipold interviewed for the job.
2: Like that was so Spiro, bad. Why did he send? Why did he send that out for that Spiro's reason gonna, only?
1: Spiro's gonna go. Mike Elko interviewed. Jonathan Smith interviewed, and it's going to cause these coaches to say statements like I'm staying or they're going to get raises and stay at their current schools. Like he could end up fucking this whole thing up to where we end up with like a
2: Chris Creighton or a Jason Right, exactly. It's off. not going to be, it's not going to, it's going to backfire bad on him.
1: Yeah. It's not going to, Urban Meyer said no. I, I firmly believe he said no already. And like with him, with him trying to just black pill, this very small portion of the fan base, into thinking that Urban Meyer's coming, it's it's a dangerous game, and we can end up with a with a B or C tier candidate, and set the program back even further. It could be really rough if I don't think he has the reach he believes he does. But if he, I don't know. It's it scares me what he's doing. It's not it's not a good idea. He needs to shut the fuck up if he really knows stuff.
0: That interview with Jordan Hall it is it might have to go in a cringe compilation.
1: For I didn't. Comparison. Is it worth? Is it worth watching or no? For the cringe, it, oh, when he no. asked him how much he would like Urban
0: Meyer
2: as oh, his head coach,
0: God. which is a real question, he asked. Oh my! You God. could see Jordan Hall like he squirmed.
2: Got uncomfortable. Like, that's the
0: first. Like that's the first time. That's the first time I've seen a human being squirm in a chair. During an interview in like 10, 15 years.
2: Well, that's what trust fund money gets you. Especially that guy. Like Jordan Hall, like one of the most like unflappable human beings, like at his age, to make him do that. Ugh. You gotta be a real I don't know. You gotta be a you gotta real, real
1: slime I think he's a slime ball. I'm sorry. I should probably get a lawyer now, but Yeah, no, it's just,
0: and I don't want to say this, any of this on the timeline to him because I want to be around enough to see the inevitable meltdown.
2: Oh, it's going to be glorious.
0: It's going to be insane. It's going to be sick. It's going to be sick. I can't
1: wait. Yeah, I might Um, start bookmarking some of his stuff.
0: (laughs) But no, I like, I think Elko, Jonathan Smith, Whitehold. I think that's probably my top three right
2: now. It's just, I like, yeah, I like those guys too.
0: All right. Yeah. Um, so, we we've put it off long enough, Carter. Um, let's let's talk hoops. Yeah. Look. Let's do it. I think. Here's the thing. Okay. You can you can talk about right state and Texas Southern, and you know all these other bad losses MSU have had in November. Until you're blue in the
2: face. Okay. The Northeastern game. Northeastern. Whatever. Okay. Like all these,
0: all this shit. All right. Whatever you want to, whatever you want. Okay. The, just the, just the nonsense of just, it's in AJ Hogard, Okay. And he's going to get the brunt of my criticism.
2: I think that's for fair. this segment, and
0: and I think it's deserved. AJ Hogarth is twenty three years old.
1: Okay. Yeah, he is.
0: He has been he has been the starting point guard for this team since he has stepped foot on campus. That's four years. He is a senior. To to be the leader of a Tom Izzo offense. And to have the body language that you do is unacceptable. Abhorrent. Abhorrent. Right. Whatever flashes of brilliance he brings, right? I fully understand that he is going to score thirty points and put the team on and put the team on the back and probably beat Duke on Tuesday.
2: I think we beat Duke. I still think we do.
0: I'm saying this in advance of that. A.J. Holgard thirty and. Thirty-eight and five performance that he's going to put up on Tuesday. Okay, <laughs> I'm saying it in advance of all of this, knowing that this is
2: going to happen.
0: AJ Hogarth should not be the starting point
2: guard of this team moving forward. I 100% agree with you.
0: And I know that's a drastic thing, and I know that that the guys that the guys that people in MSU Twitter turn to, like Combo, like DK, would probably would probably tell me I'm being a little I'm being a little too reactionary. But I'm sorry. Like, this is the first time, this is the first time in four years that A.J. Hogarth has really been pushed for, for his position on this team, right? Yeah. I mean, there was no one in 2020 to push for it, in 2021 to push for it, right?
2: No, he was the push guy. He was the guy who was pushing lawyer and then...
0: Yeah, I mean, foster lawyer, shit, man. Rocket he, Watts. Yeah, he foster and Rocket Watts. That's not competition. I'm sorry. No. Tyson came in for a little bit, but then they realized he's better off ball yep right? so then again no competition last year you had Trey Holloman and, and and you know what Trey's a solid player I think he might be better off ball as well I don't know if Trey's a point guard
2: no no he's not and combo was saying that too like he's he's better like as a two. Jeremy Beers Jr
0: is a point guard and a fucking incredible one. Tom, Izzo has, Tom Izzo has been coaching, has been coaching basketball for almost 40 years. I bet he could count on one hand the number of freshmen, the freshman point guards he's brought in, who have a mastery of the system and the IQ, and the internal motivation that Jeremy Fierce has. I love I mean him. it might just it might just be him and Mateen Cleves alone on the podium, honestly.
2: Well, Izzo keeps comparing him to Mateen, so
0: to know that you have that behind you.
2: How does it not light a fire under your ass?
0: Right. You got in shape this offseason, right? Yeah. I mean, he did. He lost 20 pounds. He looks he looks good. I mean, this is probably the best shape of his life, honestly. To still look like, to still have shitty body language, and to make the mental mistakes you do, and to to not to not lead. That's the thing that pisses me off the most about AJ Horkar. He doesn't lead. Just sits right? there. He just sits there. He doesn't take guys. He doesn't take guys under his arm. He doesn't talk to them. He doesn't like, you know, he's not like, he's not dapping guys up on and ones. He doesn't do any of that shit. And I know that's like a silly thing to complain about, but like that shit's important to a team. That shit is so important to team chemistry. And like, he overthrew Cohen Carr on at least three lobs this week. How wow. the fuck do you overthrow Cohen Carr? Cohen Carr has a 20 foot vertical. How the fuck do you overthrow Cohen Carr? The mental mistakes. The sh- Again, the sh- I'm going to drive this point home because it really pisses me the fuck off. The shitty body language, right? Do you know when I learned how to have proper body language in any sport? Third grade. And I didn't play competitive. I didn't play competitive sports beyond beyond high school. That shit was taught to me in third grade rec league basketball. It was proper body language. Don't let them know you're tired. Hollywood. That's what my coach called it. Hollywood. And it, he can't even be bothered to do that. AJ Hogarth's still a damn good player. And we're going to get, we're going to get a masterclass from him on Tuesday. I'm saying this, knowing that. <laughs> if MSU basketball wants to achieve the goals it, it wants to achieve, or at least it says it wants to achieve, they need to hand the keys over to Jeremy Fierce.
2: I don't disagree. I don't really. I, I don't disagree. And and I was um I was actually texting our buddy Dom, Dominic, over EL. I was I was telling him this. I said, Cohen Carr and Jeremy Fears, even Xavier Booker a little bit, showed me more fight, more dog, more want to. They exemplified what an Izzo player is in, a, in one game. More than Hogard, Malik Hall, and Matty Sissoko have showed me in four or four, five years. I don't you know and I don't think I don't actually think I'm that far off. I'm it's probably a little bit of hyperbole but it's probably not that far off. Because and and it's and it's like you said the knowledge of the system from Jeremy fears when you watch him out there he does not make freshman mistakes. He is like running the system like he's been running it for 3 4 years. It's 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 incredible. he if he finds a little semblance of a jump shot, oh my gosh, kid's going to be up for wooden awards every year. So yeah no i agree with you you need i just think that there have been some rare misses from iso over the past couple of seasons and th- and that's fine that's gonna happen um and honestly hall i wouldn't even call him one because he was a good and very effective player when he was healthy and he just hasn't been able to stay healthy those past couple of years but that's why i mean i just think that you need to put him in a bit of a lesser role sissoko and hogard to me were misses i don't care I don't care if Hogarth drops near triple doubles or is like up there with like in assists in college basketball. It's like you say, the body language, the attitude, the leadership, none of it's it's not none of it's positive. So I don't care if he puts up these numbers because he is just not an ISO point guard. And it's, and it's year four, so I don't really think it's ridiculous to think it's never going to happen. And the same thing is with Sissoko. He hasn't learned how to catch a basketball on an entry on a post entry pass. He hasn't learned how to use his strength to his advantage. He hasn't learned any post moves. Like he has not refined his skills whatsoever. He's still leaving hook shots short. He's not using his lower body. His footwork is still bad. And again, it's year four. So I just think it's not going to happen with those two guys. And obviously Hall was just a, a rough situation. So we can, we can leave that alone, I guess. But again, just probably needs a smaller role. Hall, uh, Hogard and Sissoko, it's not going to happen. And I think that th- there is a great chance that it does happen with fears and Carr and Booker, because you can already see it. Um, what was the other thing I was going to say? Aikens has been a bit disappointing in my opinion. I mean, He still doesn't know how to dribble. It's year three. He still doesn't know how to dribble. So he doesn't know how to go right. Uh, We don't have very many creators on this team. Like the game plan in the James Madison game was Tyson Walker save us. And he did it everything that he possibly could. And I'm not going to blame him for missing a free throw. He's gassed. He's the only one out there doing it. He got no help. The only person who helped him was Cohen Carr, a freshman. Kid who was crashing the glass, making his free throws. like come on i mean you know and i was like the person who was saying like guys let's calm down it's all right you know we'll we'll get back in this game and it's then when they lose it's, it's i'm just like this is unbelievable and i think you can point to those three guys those are your senior leaders who are supposed to be leading and 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 taking over when the games are close and that game should have never been close but you need some you need somebody to create like offensively we've made what like two threes in two games yeah that's brutal that is absolutely brutal um who is that i mean obviously you found a closer in tyson walker but he can't he needs help like he shouldn't have had to have a 30 what 35 point game yeah i it's
0: i just Definitely. i i don't know i you know
2: i do I think they hoping... pull it together for duke a michigan state team always will.
0: I was hoping that we would see a different starting five against against Southern Indiana. I was really I was really hoping we would. Um, the fact we didn't, you know, it, it just kinda it just kinda makes me any other comments Izzo makes about this lineup is, is gonna be a believer when I see it, right? I I don't know, like the starting five on Tuesday and you can pull them whenever you want. That's yeah. one of the beauties of basketball is you can have continuous substitutions. Your starting five is Jeremy Fears, Tyson Walker, Trey Holloman, Xavier Booker, and or Car- Cohen uh Carson Cooper. And you let it rock, and you see what happens, right? I, I just, I don't, I don't know. I, I like, I don't know how else. How many times can Tom Izzo sit on the bench and tear AJ in you asshole? Like how many times? It's you clearly done it nothing. It's done nothing. He's twenty three years old.
2: That's why I say it's not going to happen. In in the in the instance that he does have the thirty eight and five, um, and then you know we get to oh, where are the haters going to say now? And then he proceeds to have like six points on one of seven shooting against but like Butler or something. Like, are you going to keep? Are you going to do it consistently? Are you going to be the leader this team needs consistently? You, you I, have to be, or this team's not going anywhere. And you came back for nothing. No well, he was. He wasn't going to the league, but no, no one is saying AJ
0: Hogard can't do it. We're saying AJ Hogard doesn't have the doesn't have the discipline and motivation to do it. To do it, um, Jesus, what the fuck's the word? Why am I blinking on the word consistently? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um. You know that's what we're saying. We're not saying Maddie Sissoko. Maddie Sissoko, like we've seen, Maddie Sissoko been able to do some of the, some of the things that make a good Big Ten center. He shut down Oscar Shebway, for Christ's sakes, last year in the Champions Classic.
2: Yeah, we
0: haven't seen it since. Nope. He locked down Drew Timmy, Oscar Shebway, and it's like he's he's been
2: retired since then. (laughs) Now he's got Kyle Filipowski. Right. So who's really going to challenge who's really going to challenge him? I think honestly like why not I mean I know why not but like why not give Xavier Booker extended run in this game.
0: I feel like that's a I feel like that's a chance for on Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah,
2: I know, I know. But I mean Kyle Filipowski presents matchup problems for Michigan State like a lot of them. Um he is 6 foot 11. He can play really well in the post he can step out and shoot threes he can put the ball on the floor himself and drive to the hoop I mean this guy's this guy should be there's gonna be a lottery pick next year probably would have been la- would have been uh, last year but um yeah so he's got a Michigan State's got to watch for him they have to watch for uh, Tyrese Proctor this dude's one of the best passers in the country he runs the Duke offense really well um they have to pay attention to job Jeremy Roach Ryan Young is still there. <laughs>
0: Duke has a lot of job candidates and they have an awesome and they have an awesome big man in Kyle Filipowski. Mm-hmm. Those have spelled doom for Tom Izzo teams. Like job candidates and awesome big men.
2: That's really good. You want to go
0: back, you go back and look and look at teams Izzo has struggled against? It's those teams.
2: He can beat the studded fret, like the studded freshman teams. Duke doesn't really have a ton of those guys. They have a couple good players, but they don't have. You know, their lineup isn't five, five, five five-star freshmen. Like, those are the teams Izzo can beat, but they don't have that this year. They have a good mix of, like, really good talent.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I just, it's so, it's so frustrating because it's just like, you know, like, this team has has all they want. They're, They're talented enough. That's the crazy part, right? This isn't a we ate the trash. This isn't the we ate the trash situation, right? Like, everyone knows this team is talented enough to win a national championship. And yep. I don't know if they have the wherewithal. I don't know if they do. Mental. It's all mental.
2: It really is. We need, is. Uh, we need uh, fears. I mean, again, fears and car have, like, that Izzo, like, dog. Right,
0: and they had they to ask permission to go to the bathroom six months ago.
2: What? They're
0: they're OKGs and they'd ask permission to go to the bathroom six months ago.
2: Yes, they did. They had to take their hall pass.
0: Yeah, they needed a hall pass six months ago, and they're OKGs two games into the season. AJ Hogard has been here for four years. And I'm not I'm not gonna call him an OKG. Are you gonna call him an OKG?
2: No, I that's pretty much my whole point is he's not like he's not and he's never going to be. Is what I've said. So I just
0: don't. Yeah.
2: The thing is, though, Izzo has, I think Izzo is capable about coaching John Shire. So that's, I, I think, so think where, I think, I think that's where Michigan State has an advantage. But again, players have to execute. People were, people were all saying all this stuff. Oh, Izzo's so over. Like I saw, I was like, Michigan State is like two for 25 from three or something whatever they are this season. And um, I said, someone was like, oh, Izzo's the most overrated coach ever. I'm like, Tom Izzo is an overrated coach because his players are missing open shots that are schemed open. Like, I don't know. What is he supposed to do? Is he supposed to shoot the threes himself? I I don't know. But I I do think the foundation of, like, real, like, the, the classic Izzo teams is there, and I think they have to filter out some guys like Hogarth and Sissoko and Hall for those guys to maximize their talent because look at the class, like, that's up next after this one. Yeah. Kurtang, Kurt Ang, McCulloch, McCullough, And Culloch, Jace Richardson. And Jace Richardson. That's awesome, man. Yeah. And then they're going to try I mean, they're going to put the full-court press on for Bryson Tucker, but, I mean, Kansas, I think, just offered him, which sucks.
0: Yeah, it's just it... – It's so, it's just like, I feel like, I feel like every MSU podcast right now, especially if they aren't Lions fans or if they, or if they're like contractually obligated to only talk about Michigan state, I feel like it's like that meme of those three kids sitting around a couch and the video caption is, will the pain and suffering ever end? Yes. It's
2: just
0: like... Can we get a break, please? Like, can we just like, can we hire a coach? Good coach. Can we hire a good coach?
2: Um, We won't know. We won't know if they're a good hire until they win. That's the thing. Right. Here's the thing. Respectfully, say they look good, but
0: I want to end on this. Right. And I tried to make this point during our during our discussion about this. Everyone like Spiro had one of the things Spiro is like to do is is like bring up the fact that these teams have lost, that the coaches have lost games, right? And we went over the context. Here's the thing. Urban Meyer had the defending national champions at home against the Michigan State team without their quarterback and did not hand it to his consensus All-American running back once and lost. He could have. There, Ohio State legitimately could have went back to back the first two years of the playoff, and Urban Meyer not handing it to Ezekiel or Elliott cost him that. He took the number two team in the country to West Lafayette in twenty eighteen and got shit pumped. pumped. You lose to. You lose to a Baker Mayfield. You lose to an you lose to an Oklahoma team with a shitty defense on opening night in 2017. I mean, like this is the kind of shit we're talking. Like I'm talking about, right? Like no coach is guaranteed. No coach is perfect.
2: Like what I would say to that is that you're like kind of like you know nitpicking and like grasping at straws. But that's what that's what he's doing. doing. Yeah,
0: he's ignoring the fact that. That Lance Leipold had had his third-string quarterback and held Texas Tech to 16 points. He's ignoring the fact that Mike Elko. Kansas, yeah,
2: at like Kansas, the worst college football program ever. Oregon State should never have a top 10 program. They're so scared of
0: Jonathan Smith at Oregon State they literally blew up an entire conference. If we want to, if we want to push narratives. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start pushing that fucking narrative. The NCAA and TV executives were so scared of an Oregon State reign of dominance that they literally killed an entire athletic conference. Track athletes have to travel 4,000 miles. Yeah. It would be easier for the Oregon track team to get to Tokyo... Than it would be for them to get to Piscataway, New Jersey.
2: He's only making like $5 million a year.
0: Because they're scared of Jonathan Smith.
2: Yeah, he's only making like $5 million a year.
0: We want to push narratives. Let's fucking push narratives.
2: Wow. I like Jonathan Smith. I think he's a good coach. Also, he's an offensive guy that has an elite defense.
0: Yeah. Kansas State hasn't touched a bowl game. Since Mark, my coach, can eat your coach Mangino was there. They haven't even sniffed bowl eligibility.
2: Didn't did they go last year? They went last year. There you go. Under Lance Leipold. Yeah, he's a program builder. That's what it's about. Urban's gonna go. Urban's gonna go eight and four next year
0: with this team. I'm sorry, he's going eight and four. You are not gonna be able to. You are not gonna be able to. Backfill what you need with the portal. Ask Deion Sanders how that went. Hmm.
2: Um also having Jonathan Smith here would be a good thing because he, he knows recruits the, back- the West oh. Coast. And guess back- what?
0: Coast. You do not know the Midwest. Midwest football fucking sucks. Midwest yeah, football, football fucking sucks.
2: All you how have many to know is anyone
0: like- for the Midwest.
2: All you have to know is just like go recruit Ohio and then and then just go recruit the South. And you can you can even bring in like the West west coast guys
0: go to say that yeah all you have to do in ohio go to st ed's that's it yeah go to st ed's and you go south and west yep i don't give a fuck about belleville i don't either shout out my boy andrew lunder i do not give a fuck about belleville
2: I don't either. Don't need Bellville. Who's the last Belleville recruit that panned out? Uh, Bryce Underwood's at Belleville, isn't he? He's probably gonna pan out. Yeah. I think he goes to LSU, but he's gonna go to LSU.
0: It's so annoying. It's so it's just like I just need this to end. Couch, I don't think couch has been more wrong on a take than the extended runway is gonna have is gonna give fans time to get shit out of their system. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's been more wrong than that.
2: In fact, it's bad man.
0: He just put out his call for hot takes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put that out. I'm
2: gonna, I'm gonna, i to that into
0: of the room right now.
2: I um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I'm excited for this to end in a couple weeks. I mean, the the coaching hire will be made, but then the 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 off season will be very long. So that'll be a that'll be a thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, that's all I got. I mean, Me we're losing to Indiana. Football's losing to Indiana. I've never been more sure of anything. I hope losing, not. Losing back to back to fucking Ted Lasso is going to suck.
1: We're going to save Ted Lasso's job again.
2: Yeah, that's what I was going to say. We're going to keep his job.
0: And uh, in basketball, you know, they have Duke and Butler. We'll see. I mean, I'm not, you're confident on Duke you you know more ball than i do i'll believe I'll, I'll back you i'll ride with you but
2: the path is there that's what i'll say
0: y- yeah the path there it depends if aj hoggard gives enough of a fuck to take it
2: yep and then the
0: lions play the bears on or the lions play the bears on sunday
2: so that should be fun that'll Another be fun for weeks. me that'll be a bye week i'm i'm spared for one week
0: yeah i'm 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 ready to. I'm um, snooze. Hit the snooze button, and he, and so yeah. Let's go, baby. Yeehaw, uh, Carter. Anything else?
2: It will all mercifully be over in two weeks. Preach,
0: brother.
1: Preach.
0: Until next week. Go green.
1: Go white.